Hey, welcome to What's the Plot? This is Sean. This is Mandy. And we're back with another episode. <laughs> What's goody? Not much. How are you? Two Glocks, two hoodies. What? Nothing. Is it like a song or something? I'm swell. Oh, <laughs> that's good. How was your uh, weekend or your week or whatever? It was cool, man. Mm-hmm. It was cool. It's been really sunny here the last couple of days, so that always makes me super happy. Hey, man, the sun will always spring, come out. Spring is upon us, although here we can't get too uh, excited about that because it can still snow. Yeah. <laughs> like even through April, so. Yeah. But yeah, spring is upon us, so yeah. Yeah, so been chilling, mm-hmm. redirecting his energy, mm-hmm. watching, catching up on some stuff. Things feel a little off energy wise, but not necessarily in a bad way. Though. Yeah, but I, I think it's because the season is about to change. Probably so. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. So. Yeah. Yeah. So what you been up to? What you been watching? Uh, a couple of things. So um, still watching Pretty Little Liars. Mm-hmm. Still watching Digimon 2020. Uh, still watching that Netflix series Behind Her Eyes. I'm like going through that very slowly. Um, WandaVision, of course. Uh, we watched Age of Ultron the other day. Uh, I watched uh, Captain America the First Avenger, and then I watched Captain America Winter Soldier, which I still get excited about no matter how many times I watch it. Yeah, (laughs) wore my Bucky t shirt the other day. Um, and then watched this uh, Apple TV Plus documentary called The Elephant Queen, which is very sad. It's pretty good. It was pretty good. It's though. good and it's sad by the end of it. Forgot we watched that. Stop killing elephants, please. Hmm. You been listening to anything? Uh yeah. A lot of Beyonce. Why Beyonce? She's my favorite artist. Mm. Um, even listen to some Jay Z. Um I mean he is the GOAT. Been listening to some Van Jess, of course. Um I had this two thousands uh hip hop station on Pandora, but I'm listening to that like a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, R&B, like I have an R&B station I've been listening to. Um, that's pretty much it. What about yourself? Uh, oh, and Kelly Rowland has a project I need to get around to. But yeah, yeah. Uh, me, curb your enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. I've been on that. Uh, the app because Google switched is now Google TV. Is not Google something. Yeah, something, everybody huh? wants to be special, so they're changing things. So, like, on the Roku, it's, it works, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I just went to HBO Max, because we have HBO Max to kick that off. I'm still on the sixth season. Mm-hmm. Um, the Resident, of course. Oh, yeah, The Resident. I did not put that on here. Uh, The Good Doctor. Mm-hmm. Avengers Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good Girls on Netflix, because I watched the first season, mm-hmm. and I think now they have Two other seasons that I didn't see, so I'm yeah. Excuse me, I'm catching up on that. Mm-hmm. And just far as music wise, let me look at my list here. <laughs> Did you have to push your glasses like that? Yeah, <laughs> I've been listening to Blast, Lil Uzi Vert, Lil uh, Mary Meadows. Pull that up on uh Oh yeah, that's my the other that's day. my guy. <laughs> uh, Lil Nipsey Hussle, some Bankroll Fresh, uh, Kevin Gates, some Gibeon. I have been listening to Kevin Gates too. Yeah. Well, the one song. You know, I like the one song. Yes, it's very uh, aggressive. <laughs> but he dropped a new project and I, I've been enjoying it. Uh, I got some faves off of that, but yeah, and some Nature Sounds. Oh, cool. I haven't listened to any Nature Sounds. I should yeah. probably. Yeah, I put up a Nature Sound playlist, mm-hmm. put me to sleep, woke up, mm-hmm. rejuvenated. Cool. So, yeah. Any news or anything? 
Yeah, got a couple things this week. Hit me with your best shot. <laughs> anyway, um, so for myself and uh, everybody else out there that loves Avatar, I know everybody doesn't, uh, Viacom CBS has announced uh, Avatar Studios. It's obviously going to be based around Avatar, uh, The Last Airbender, and The Legend of Korra. It's going to be, uh, it's going to include the original creators. I cannot pronounce his last name. I think it's Michael DiMartino and Brian Konitsko. Not sure how to pronounce that. Sorry. Brian. Um, uh, they're going to be joining Nickelodeon as co-chief creative officer. So they're going to be working alongside Nickelodeon. Because cool. Nickelodeon has the rights, right? I think so. I think. Um, uh, their first project that's going to come from that is going to be something that's going to be in theaters. I think it's going to be animated. Um, and then they're also going to create, you know, both TV and film projects. So I don't have a bunch of information on it, but just thought I'd put that out there. You guys can always go look it up. Moving on, uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates, I always pronounce it wrong. Um, he is going to be, uh, writing a Superman movie for WB. So if you don't know who he is, he's written, um, some of the Black Panther comics and he's written like a ton of books. Um, you can go and look up his, uh projects or whatever um but he's going to be working alongside jj abrams for a new superman project oh, cool uh and the goal is it's also funny because obviously he's worked in marvel so now he's working with dc mm. um the goal is to cast a black superman so when i first saw this i was like so how are they going to go about this but what i did know is there was actually a comic about a black superman didn't know that. Wanted some new day. So they said it may be centered around Calvin Ellis, also known as Val Zod, who is not only a superhero, but he's also president of the United States. So they said it was inspired by Barack Obama. <laughs> and he first appeared in Final Crisis number seven, which came out in 2009. Okay. I thought you were about to say like 19 something. No, uh, 2009. It was inspired by Barack. So obviously it would have had to come out around the time of Barack. Okay, I thought they probably like fixed it. Yeah. It was already came out and they kind of like merged the identities mm-hmm. or whatever. And I don't know if I mentioned it on here before, but of course it's been floating around. People were saying like it might be Michael B. Jordan. I'm not going to say who should get the role because I know sometimes I see people and I'm just like, don't think they'd be a great fit, but then sometimes they can still do a great job. But yeah, um, yeah, I think Michael B. Jordan's name has been floating around uh, with that project, so... They didn't really say who it was going to be, but yeah. What? It's also good to mix it up, tap into other talent. Yeah, I would like that. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about the Golden Globes. Um. So I'm just going to list off a couple people who have won um some of the awards. Was it last night? I think so. Okay. It's because everything's virtual now. I really don't pay too much attention to stuff. Mm. I barely paid it attention when it was airing on TV. But yeah. Yeah. True. So, uh, Daniel Kaluuya won for Best Supporting Actor for Judas and the Black Messiah. So, congratulations to him. Mm, good movie. Uh, John Boyega won for a Supporting Actor in, I think it's a TV series called Small Axe. Uh, Chadwick Boseman won for Lead Actor in a Drama Film, uh, which was for... Um, was it Ma Rainey's? Yeah, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. So, yeah. That made me want to cry. Did you see his wife's speech? Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch the full thing. I didn't. I saw she was crying. I was like, nope, can't do it. But um, congratulations to um, him, of course. Andre Day uh, won for, I think it was, was the best actress? Oh my God, I didn't put it on here. She won for the United States versus Billie Holiday, which is on Hulu, which I wanted to check out. Mm-hmm. 
And it's sad because she's the second black woman to win that since Whoopi Goldberg in 1986. I'm going to look that up and, and name the actual award, but for some reason I didn't see it. I mean, I didn't write it on here. Uh, Soul, the Disney, is it Disney or Pixar? Pixar, I think it Pixar, is. Pixar, yeah. But Disney. Yeah. Disney uh, it, it won for Best Animated Motion Picture, so congratulations to Jamie Foxx and everybody that was uh, a part of that, yeah. Yep. And then other winners are like The Crown, Queen's Gambit, and some other folks so congratulations to everybody that won let me look it up really quick and see what andre day won for because what i don't want to do is skip over that because that's very important yeah so i think it's crazy like a lot of the stuff that you see and it'd be like well i know that people get things early mm-hmm. but it's just crazy to me sometimes like like golden globe nominated Mm-hmm. series or something or yeah there's you know. a committee with all this stuff they get to see uh all of this stuff way in advance before we do so because i saw some people like well how right. did they get not uh you know nominating it just came out i'm like well it's already been finished they got to see it way before we did and so that's how they get to vote on that kind of stuff which is a good way to do things because when you think about it, the way the Grammys are set up is like you put stuff out in a certain mm-hmm. amount of time. You have a certain deadline. And, and then like that. what happens is audience can sway. Mm-hmm. People might not say that, oh, I would think what I want to think was part of the committee, but audience can sway things. What do you mean? Like, even though. Oh, you mean like can, online people can sway like people's opinions? Like, even though somebody has a, like a, probably could have a, the best album. Mm hmm. They probably don't even get in the nomination mm-hmm. pool or mm-hmm. they don't get it at all because it's like the more popular may win. If that makes sense. I think I see what you're saying. Because like, let's say that Freddie Gibbs and Kendrick Lamar are going for the best rap album. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. More people are starting to know Freddie Gibbs, mm-hmm. but he's still underground. But as a committee, what is people what does everybody else have to do with swing it because if i don't listen to that music uh-huh. and i'm on a committee i can look up reviews i think you have to though what like listen to stuff or watch stuff you should have to okay well, go ahead with the, I, uh, I guess i see what you're saying though. yeah go ahead. you're saying like people could be swayed by public opinion right okay uh but she won for a uh, lead actress in a drama film uh huh. andre day so congratulations cool. to all of them also what is my thing doing here so also uh ruthie carter um she was the second costume designer honored on the hollywood walk of fame and she's the first black costume designer so if you don't know who ruth carter is she did uh costume design i think she did it for coming to america and most people probably know her from doing costumes from black panther so she is the second Mm. uh costume designer to be honored on the hollywood walk of fame so congratulations to her that walk of fame is getting longer it is it is also, I laughed about this, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> uh, not because he was casted, but uh, Winston Duke was uh, has been casted as Marcus Garvey in, <laughs> I think it's an Amazon film. I don't know if it's a film or a series. I think it's a film uh, titled Marked Man. Um, it's partly inspired by the Colin Grant biography, Negro with a Hat, The Rise and Fall of Marcus Garvey. So a snippet that I pulled from the article just to kind of, I guess, explain what this may be about. Um, it says it's set in the 1920s and follows a young black man who joins J. Edgar Hoover's FBI 
This sounds familiar, right? Mm-hmm. And then infiltrate infiltrates uh, Garvey's UNIA organization, testing his loyalty to both race and country as he grows weary of both men's actions. I laughed because I thought about what is his name, Doctor Umar. Oh, uh, Garvey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not because because I think he's related to him, right? Like he's in his lineage, I think. I think it's Frederick Douglass that he's related to. He's related to somebody, but he always brings yeah. up Marcus Garvey. So his name, he automatically pops in my head when I saw this, but, but yeah, uh, I'm not sure exactly when that's coming, but um, yeah. Happened to see that. I think it was earlier today. So. Okay. Yeah. You said so, yeah. post. Yeah. But uh, that is it for news. All right. Cool. So is it fair to say that we can get into this week's episode? <laughs> yes, it is. All right. <laughs> So this week, we're going to be talking about the film Judas and the Black Messiah, mm-hmm. which is now available to stream on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. I think it's for a short period of time. I think it's only for about a month. So mm. make sure you guys check that out. So tuck in and watch that. Cool. Let's do it. All right. Uh, so the genre for this film is biography, drama, history. It was released on February 12, 2021. The runtime is two hours and six minutes. The director for this is Shaka King. The writers are Will Burson, I think. Shaka King, Kenneth Lucas, and Keith Lucas. Uh, and just some of the cast, because there's a lot of people obviously in the film. Um, Daniel Kaluuya, who is Fred Hampton. Lakeith Stanfield, who is Bill O'Neill. Jesse Plemons, who is Roy Mitchell. Dominique Fishback, who is Deborah Johnson. Ashton Sanders, who was Jimmy Palmer. Martin Sheen as J. Edgar Hoover. Laurel Howery. Did I pronounce that right? Lil Real. Yeah, basically. Uh, he was casted as Wayne. Algie Smith, Jake Winters, Darrell Britt Gibson, Bobby Rush, Dominique Thorne as Judy Harmon, Amber Charday Robinson as Betty Coachman, and many, many more people. So yes. just a synopsis for this film. Bill O'Neill infiltrates the Black, Black Panther Party per FBI agent Mitchell Wait, per FBI agent Mitchell and J. Edgar Hoover. Mm -hmm. As party chairman Fred Hampton ascends, falling for a fellow revolutionary en route and battle wages for O'Neill's soul. So, let's get into this film, sir. Let's get into it. What'd you think of it? I liked it. Mm -hmm. I liked it, but I disliked it because of the things that happened in the film. Yes, I mean, (laughs) overall for film. I guess it's a good film if it makes you feel those things but the fact that this is real life is makes it hard crazy it does it makes it very very hard so obviously fred hampton was an actual person a part of the uh black panther party who was assassinated by the fbi while he was asleep Mm -hmm. um at home and they were able to do this because of bill o'neill yes who basically went in Pretended that he wanted to learn about the organization. He became really involved in it, mm-hmm. became head of their security, all of these things. And I guess they were trying to show that maybe he became conflicted along the way somewhat, I guess. Yeah. Um, but from some of the interviews we saw at the end, he didn't seem to be too much. Yeah. Maybe he's lying to himself. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, and it led to uh, Fred Hampton being killed. At the age of 21 years old, same month that his uh, child, Fran Hampton Jr., was born. He was born yeah. maybe like 20 days later or something like that. Yeah, 15 to 20 days, something like that. Yep, yep. So, yeah. Very, very sad. Um, 
I like Lakeith Stanfield, but it was hard for me to like him. Yeah. <laughs> Which means he did a really good job in the film. So <laughs> He played the role for sure. He did. Um, but yeah, you had any more thoughts on it? Go ahead. Um, I feel like... Ouch. <laughs> I feel like this is a story <laughs> that needed to be told uh-huh. because what happens nowadays, we... It's so far removed because things move so quick Mm -hmm. that it seems like a long time ago, but it really wasn't that long ago. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's a story that needs to be told and documented. And I'm happy that his son and his son's mother, Mm -hmm. that was very, of course, they were involved with each other. She was very sad with her being there, obviously, the night that he was shot. And they put a gun to her stomach, you know? That's traumatic, and mm-hmm. I'm surprised that she was even ma- able to make it through. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I could, I could have did that. I mean, like the trauma to the to her to the child. Mm-hmm. You know, having a gun pointed at you before you're even born. Yeah, which That's is crazy. very, very traumatic. So, of course, this touches on a lot of different things. You know, our relationship with police mm-hmm. and things like over the years. Um, With government. What else? Am I, the word's not coming to me. Um, Like poverty, I guess you could say. Oh, yeah. Um, People not getting the things that they need. So one of the things that I wrote down, I am happy that they showed the different aspects, mm. I feel like, of the Black Panther Party. Because yeah. some people thought they were just this militia who was just going around just doing crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they were serving kids breakfast, lunch, and things of that nature. And trying to do things within the community, build up their community, and bringing different groups of people together and things like that, which I, I am happy that they highlighted that um, in the film, because I think a lot of people think when you think of the black Panther party, that it was just like this, Oh, they just kill police and things of that nature. When really what they were trying to do was protect their neighborhood because yeah. there was so much stuff that was going on. You know, they were being harassed and antagonized and all that type of stuff. Yeah. There was a, a part in the film where, these cops were outside of, you know, one of their headquarters and they're outside just antagonizing people, you know, cause I guess the situation had happened and like, well, you can thank the black Panther party for the increased police presence. They're standing outside drinking. It looks like mm-hmm. these black women are walking past. They call one of them, Harriet Tubman called the other one. Is it ain't your mama? I don't know what he called her. Um, mm-hmm. they jokes pretty corny. It was, they're standing outside antagonizing these people. And then you know, eventually they start protecting themselves. Yeah. And then, you know, they end up going to jail. They end up like burning up one of their headquarters. But yeah. it's like you're outside antagonizing people. You're looking for trouble to come to you so you can have a reason to do something. Right. But yeah, it touches on a lot of different things in this film, but I don't want to take up all the time. Uh, it, it touches on many things. What I think in a great comparison to another film that always comes to mind that I feel like is a great film is Malcolm X. The one that's directed by Spike Lee. You know, I need to watch that again. I feel like I haven't watched it since I was like probably in school. I feel like sure other films will come, but I feel like this is going to be one that's like that pillar to go off of. Because if you watch Malcolm X, you see that they showed the whole journey. And of course, the the actors and everybody who directed it, the Malcolm X film mm-hmm. helped bring the story to life. But it showed like. Malcolm X transition, how his mind was changed Mm -hmm. and seeing different things in the communities and everything. And in this film, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, you see 
the unity. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just not walking around trying to get black people or you know impoverished or disenfranchised mm-hmm. neighborhoods. He's talking about everybody. Like yeah, he even went to like the white people neighborhoods that mm-hmm. are like disenfranchised. Yeah, the uh, Hispanic neighborhoods, which I also love because, like you said, it's kind of like a comparison. They basically showed the same thing, which that was something new for me because I didn't know that that was something that they did. So it was kind of like uh, what I wrote down, like I kind of compared it to like Martin Luther King was supposed to do a poor people's campaign, mm-hmm. you know, before he was assassinated, which included everybody, not just black people, you know, impoverished white people, yeah. Asians, whoever, you right. know, anybody in that, that demographic, it was focused on us, you know, it was to get justice for everybody. Right. And you kind of saw that in this film. I didn't know that they, went and talked to people who were, I guess what you could deem to be what conservatives or something like that. I don't or, know. Yeah. Conservatives. I, I want to call them uh, su- supremacist. Like, yeah. Cause the way, cause that, they didn't seem to be. Yeah. I mean, they were for them, their people, but at the same time they were, they understood, With you know, the whole after, flag thing. Yeah. That's yeah. After talking to him, you know, them and then, you know, even the Hispanics and even like gangs and stuff yeah. in the neighborhood, everybody started coming in together. So, and then, even with that, like I was saying, like the police were um, antagonizing them. They were sabotaging them being able to meet with other people because they were writing flyers, fake flyers and stuff, and leaving yeah. them outside of people's like establishments, you know, to get something going between people. So, yeah. But yeah, I didn't know that that was a, um, a part of it. I didn't know that they also worked alongside other groups. So that was also actually really nice to see. Yeah, I mean, a different aspect, you know? My eyes were open because. This happened in the 60s, the 50s, 60s. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't born. It's like 20, maybe almost 30 years later or whatever. Mm-hmm. And to see this and to see it brought to life. Mm-hmm. Because it's those, like, nowadays we get to record everything. We get to see everything. Yeah, You can go to do something that people may consider revolutionary in the next 10 years, but... You can also have, find that on YouTube mm. and see it happen, or you can feel it. Of yeah. course, we weren't there, so we couldn't feel it. Yeah. So I felt it, mm-hmm. you know, and I can only imagine the people that were actually there yeah. when you're walking down the street and the police are outside and shots are firing off and mm-hmm. both sides are getting hit. Mm-hmm. And it's really just like super petty mm-hmm. for the side that's supposed to protect and serve to be out there doing mm-hmm. that because it's not really about that for them. It's really about race. Yeah, basically. Yeah. That's all it's really about. I mean, we and it's normally hard for me to watch, even watch films like this, to be honest, <laughs> but this wasn't a bad one though. No, but it's hard for me to watch stuff like this because knowing what our, you know, like ancestors and people like went through, it's just hard for me to watch. Mm-hmm. I told you there are a lot of like movies, like slave movies or things in the nature. I just, cannot watch it's not because i don't think they're important it's just that for me emotionally sometimes it's hard to watch this kind of stuff yeah and then when i watch stuff like this it makes me target in on how people are treating me that makes sense yeah after you watch it you start to notice you know i guess like microaggressions and things like yeah like are you are you trying to you know talk like when you talk to me, are you talking down to me? Mm-hmm. Like little stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. like I was telling you about the situation when people don't learn your name. It's like, yeah, they just call I, you whatever. It's like, <laughs> we're all saying your name, yeah. but it's not important for you to learn anybody else's name in mm-hmm. here or the way that you, 
change your tone when you're talking to me or when you're talking to somebody else. It's like, mm-hmm. what are you trying to convey? Yeah. What are you trying to get across here? Yeah. Or is it conscious or unconscious? You're doing it unconsciously. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I do, when I watch stuff like this, it adds something else onto my mental mm-hmm. to watch how anybody's talking to me. Yeah. It does, however, make me have a new level of respect. Um, I've always had respect, but every time I see something like this, it makes me have a new level. Because you have to have a whole different kind of patience and determination to get through these times. That's why I've always kind of hated the phrase, we're not our ancestors. I've never understood that because it's like a lot of y'all probably couldn't withstand anything that they went through. Yeah, (laughs) amen. I never liked that, but I mean, I guess I see what people mean. It's like. But they fought back too, so I never really understood that. Oh, they was blasting back too, for sure. Oh, they was going what to was war his with name? it. Was it Jimmy? Jimmy Palmer? Come on now. I don't know what his name was, yeah. but he didn't give a damn. Yeah, and it, <laughs> it, it it threw me back that he was one of those characters that was like fictional, but he was based on somebody that really yeah. happened. It really like in that whole hustle and bustle of like things going on. But man, even that was sad. They took him somewhere and killed him. You had to have hard and stand with integrity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like uh, he he def, his character was most definitely not a pushover it was him i think was her name judy i don't know but i know you're talking about with the the, the, the knife well, kept her not her knife in her boot she kept she the knife. played no game she kept the bla- uh, kept the blade on her yeah. <laughs> yeah he said something that didn't sound right to her bill said something that didn't sound right to her and she made him pull over in the alley. Like, I need you to explain this. Yeah. If you hotwired this car, I need you to show me how you hotwired it. Yeah. Like, he was able to get himself through that situation, but she kind of smelled him out a little bit in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, she ended up going to jail. She probably would have been one of the people who figured him out eventually. Yeah. But her you know. and Jimmy, because, you know, Jimmy ended up dying. But, you know, even her, like, I feel like she probably would have caught on to him after a while. I think that women are very... Uh-huh. Women catch on to little things, excuse me, because what happens with what I was told was women are very sporadic. Mm-hmm. The thing is, men aren't very sporadic. Mm-hmm. So women catch on to things that are out of place real yeah. quick. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she would have caught on to it. I feel like eventually, because she already was kind of skeptical of him. I yeah. feel like she eventually would have figured out something was up with him. And that's the way to be with people. Yeah. Especially I felt like I know like it already happened. Uh-huh. But I was like, damn, man, I just wish somebody would have, you know, like followed him. Vetted him out. Vetted him out. Yeah. You know, let's, let's, you know, because he kept going to these restaurants and meeting up. In and, public. And I like, wrote that down, too. He was spending so much time with him. Like, and talking about how he never had father figures going up and he saw him as like a mentor. And I'm like, mentoring you in what? Right. Because I'm like, <laughs> they're like 20. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know how old he's supposed to be playing this, but I'm like, dude chill out and for them to be so young yeah 21 years old the stuff was i was doing young. at 21 wasn't revolutionary it wasn't uh <laughs> <laughs> they probably would be like brother get from around us because you are not productive mm-hmm. but it makes me want to know how did he fall into that at such a very young age because 21 Fred. yeah mm-hmm. and everybody else around because I'm, I'm sure it could be like one of those things where it was the thing of the times and everybody was falling into it. It's like mm-hmm. we all grew up impoverished and we want to do something about it. You mean more it. of like a leadership role? The leadership role, like how did he fall into that and how mm-hmm. did people 
you know, draw to him. Like I want to, I would love to know like some people that were around that were maybe somewhat close to him, mm-hmm. how they ran into him, yeah. how they was like pulled to that whole organization and mm-hmm. what made them say, this is the thing for me. And this is the person that I want to, you know, help protect. And I want to follow behind yeah. with improving the community and beyond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 21 years is not a lot of years. That's not. It's very, very, very young. And then to have a child on the way as well. Yeah. You know, he couldn't even be there to, which is so sad. It really breaks my heart. He couldn't even be there, you know, or for his kid. I mean, technically his kid was in the room when he died. Yeah. The it's thing, just so sad if you really sit and just think about stuff. The thing that blows me is this. And then she saw him basically like die and she's laying on top of his body, you know, trying to protect him from like more shots. She could have got shot. And yeah. died, you know, and then they're in the hallway, you know, after they've been pulled out of the room or whatever. He's like, oh, he doesn't look dead. And then shoots him two more times. Yeah, that's traumatizing as hell. The whole bill being shaky and. He could have just not done it. I feel like this. He was. He was wanted. Well, he was going to go in for car theft and like whatever. I feel like during that time, knowing what we know now, I'm sure people knew then you can go off the grid and there's a statute of limitation. So I feel like he could have been like, bro, and this is just me. Mm -hmm. I think we need to go and go hide out and they should all just should have left. But you know what? They was rooted in the community. And and that was also actually one of my notes, like. Fred, just the person that he was, was very much so about his community. I mean, he thought he was just going to go back to jail. He's like, yeah, yeah, my time's coming. You know, they, I think it was one of the gangs or whatever, gave him some money, mm-hmm. you know, told him, you know, like, go ahead and get up out of here. You know, you got yeah. a kid on the way. And even then he was just like, you know, because even his friends, you know, out of concern, they're like, you know, maybe you should go here. You should go here. And he's like, he gave the money to build a community clinic in his friend's name you know like that's to me that's an honorable person to do something like that it's like i'm not gonna run i'm just gonna do my time right and you know i'll be i'll be back i'm gonna leave you in charge i'm gonna do this do that you know he's trying to set stuff up to make sure things still run efficiently even when he's gone i think that that was a stand-up thing to do it was uh a very selfless thing to do and a noble thing to do Mm -hmm. but i also think that the gradient between who Fred was mm-hmm. and who Bill was lets you know the two sides of the table. Fred was the total opposite yeah. of Bill. He was very actually open to him. Yeah. You know, becoming a part of this group, you know, and he thought he was going to prison, back to prison this whole time. And the whole time they were just plotting to kill him. They're like, no, going to prison is not enough. You know, yeah. we need him off the streets, period. And, and that's, you have to be evil some type of evil to just be like no nah, that's not gonna work we need to get rid of them like somebody who's trying to do something for their community and then have the gall to document it like yeah that's what we did and it's legal because yeah, you told have, me what they posted photos of it i have seen photos maybe like 10 or so years ago and i was like why did they take photos but it's like hey mm-hmm. you know they took photos of people being lynched yeah that's very true had whole so, whole you know lunches around it picnics yeah and so, everything so 
It's just very, it's a whole nother level of evil, you know. And we all know that J. Edgar Hoover has a, a history of having things to do with black leaders, you know, yeah. dying or certain things happening with people. So, But my whole thing is this. If you have the button to push things, to make it a go, and you have all the privilege and all these things, why are you worried? Because it radicalizes people against the government to want more right. <laughs> for your community. So people wild like, can be fed. You should need more. But I, I, I made that a note too. I don't know if it was him or who it was, but for them to say you can't cheat your way to equality. It was the officer that dude that was over Bill. How do you cheat your way to equality? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand that. And he tried to make himself uh the guy that was over Bill yeah. tried to make himself seem like, well, he's not on any side. He's on the side of no evil at all or whatever. But, but you yeah. knew what you were doing, though. Oh, the, the Black Panthers are like the KKK. Mm-hmm. I, I put that in here, too. That's, them okay. comparing them to the Klan. It's like, uh, no, they're yeah. not out here literally lynching people mm-hmm. and doing all this other evil shit. Yeah. Totally different groups. It's like if you walk into my house, I'm forced to protect myself. Now, how I protect myself is totally up to me. I can hit your ass with a Gensu, mm-hmm. I can shoot you, or I can choke you out. Mm-hmm. But it's really up to me because now you've entered into my my sanctum. Yeah. But then my other thing, like, I think we've talked about this before, where we can go into white people's neighborhoods. They'll watch us all day. Mm-hmm. White people can come into our neighborhood. We might look yeah. like, where the hell you come from? Yeah. And not everybody's like this. Everybody's neighborhoods are different. Everybody might do it different. But for the most part, it seems like we're more receiving mm-hmm. to people. True. You know? Whereas they're like, they're watching us like a hawk. Yeah. If they feel like, you know, Malone, they're going to call the police on you. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, growing up in early years in Chicago, uh, you know, you this is where I learned, like, you know, they teach you, like, oh, that being black and being white or whatever, they automatically shouldn't be in this area. Mm-hmm. But when we have white neighbors and everything, we like, like you said, we look, mm-hmm. we say, who is that? Cause I like to know who's around me. Yeah. It's like, what are you here for? But then it's like, Oh, they've been here for two months. They, they live here. Oh, that's such and such. A, mm-hmm. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. When we depending on the, they area, literally judge before you even get in there. Hey, <laughs> I mean, like I told you before, when I was working in a hospital as a student, it's like the lady said, asked me where I was from. She was like, Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. How did you make it pretty much like, how did you make it here? And it's like, it's two hours away. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's a drive. <laughs> Uh, not that far <laughs> and it's like you shouldn't you're old you're way older than me like you can be my mom mm-hmm. almost be like my mom's great auntie or something and you're talking to me like this yeah asking me how did i do something it's like that doesn't even make sense yeah but i don't ask you how you achieve the things you do i say oh that's cool mm-hmm. good job mm-hmm. whatever like that so yeah. i think it's perspective and i'm not saying all people are like that I feel like that goes without but saying at this that, point. Yeah, but you know? I'm just saying like, man, <laughs> that, sh- that shit is crazy. If you're not that way, you shouldn't feel any type of way. Right. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Um, And then I wrote it down too. Like, I'm pretty sure it was Hoover. Like the way he was sowing like hatred, and fear and doubt, you know, like 
basically to get Fred Hampton killed. Because he's like, in a sense, like, okay, they start getting equality. They're going to start coming after your daughters. Which is crazy because that goes along with the whole thing of being the super sexual. Mm-hmm. It's like. He's like, basically, in a sense, he's trying to say, do you want your daughter in a relationship or mating with the black man? Yeah. That's what he's saying, basically. So my whole thing is this. The fight for equality. But you using. People just want to be left sex. alone and given what they need. Right. <laughs> I got my own woman. Exactly. I got my own family. <laughs> yeah. I'm not worried about you. More blessings and health to you, but I'm focused on mine. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what you're talking about. People just want to be able to survive. But that lets you know that people like that have too much time on their hand because and they don't sense, have anything to worry about. In a sense, he's probably thinking like, oh, this racial mixing, like that could probably affect our numbers. There are people who think like that even today. Mm-hmm. That could affect our numbers and things like that. And it's just like, why the hell do you even care? Yeah. Live your life. Everybody's going to leave this earth at some point. At some point. You're not going to be here forever. Live your life. Mind your business. <laughs> you know, it's crazy because I was thinking the other day. I was like, man, I always think this randomly. I was like, there was a time when I wasn't even here. Yeah. My mom wasn't even here. My gra- Like, people have to precede you. Mm-hmm. And I said... In 200 years, mm-hmm. whatever happens, I won't be here. Won't be here at all. That's crazy to think about. But Now, please don't ruin the planet. That's not, Well, technically, you can't ruin the planet. She'll get rid of y'all. But you know what I'm saying. The planet will kill people <laughs> before she lets exactly. herself be killed. Exactly. The planet's going to still be here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just crazy. Um, But one of the things I did note, too, was you notice when Fred went to jail, mm-hmm. like, they were saying like the membership went down right? Um, and everything of that nature. And I think that was another reason for them to be like, oh, we really permanently get rid of him. Maybe it'll fully go away. Right. Um, But uh, I don't know. This was, it was hard to watch. They all, like they all did an awesome job. I will say that. Yeah. Um, The whole cast, everybody did a really, really good job, but it was like, damn, Bill, did you have to give in? Yeah, man, I, I, I'm i not even one of those guys, you know, I'm not a, a hood, uh, I'm not a street dude. I'm mm-hmm. from the area I'm from, mm-hmm. but I'm like, bruh, you got 18 months mm-hmm. and then what, five years for something else? Mm-hmm. I'm like, could have just did it. I'm like, you could have ate that. Like, <laughs> like they would have ran, something could have ran, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? And he should have known they probably were using it as a, I mean, he probably would have really gotten the time, but they probably were using it as a scare tactic. But it just, understand, in my mind, it's like, you're young. Because mm-hmm. if, I'm assuming, because mm-hmm. he built that when he was like 40 in the 90s. Yeah. So I'm assuming he was pretty young then and he was out doing some, mm-hmm. some hot stuff. So it's like, mm-hmm. dude, if you out there doing that, mm-hmm. you got to take the repercussions that come with it. So you got to eat that time. So you're going to cross your brother over for a mm-hmm. mistake that you did. Yep. And then you still going to go and out. And for the little bit of cash he was even getting. Yeah, it's like, bro, go go do that five or go do that three or four. And then they gave you, what, a gas station at the end? But it's like, unless black people live in that area where your gas station is, how do you know people are going to come to you for service? And it's not even about time and all that stuff. It's like, why would I cross somebody for a mistake that I did? Yeah, basically. I have to eat that punishment. You know, I will say it was funny. I don't know if this actually happened in real life. When they went to that meeting 
with the with the one gang, and the guy noticed him in the meeting. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, man, that's the guy that stole Ant's car. They called him Dick Tracy. He's like, Dick Tracy, you trading your badge, and the dude smacked him. No, and he said that's the guy that stole Ant's car. Oh yeah, I think he got smacked. Yeah, <laughs> he did smack him and told him don't. Speak. Did he say don't speak out of turn. Yeah, or something? clean smack too. It was smooth and quick. <laughs> I say this man reflexes on point. He must be but, taking his uh black seed oil. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, uh other than that, I I also do like that his um I'm gonna call her his wife. Uh his wife and his son mm-hmm. was a part of, you know, this film. So they were able to give that inside look and give that information, you know, and he's still learning about his father from his mom from what Crazy, I Crazy, right? Yeah. Um it's just it sucks, you know, to have to learn about your father. That, that is way. scary to mm-hmm. think about in any situation. To just think you could have died too. Right. Like your mom could have died. It's just it's very They could have assassinated all the mm-hmm. people in that apartment. Mm-hmm. But they came for a specific Yeah. And so I think maybe two or three other people did die, right? The dude got shot through the door. Yeah. And Fred got killed. I think some other people got wounded. Mm-hmm. But that's crazy, man. It is crazy. I feel like given the opportunity, you know, they gave you this stuff to put into his drink. He trusted you. He took this drink from right. you. You could have just like you run any other time. Right. You could have ran. Yeah. You know, it's been like, I'm not doing this. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, you were still given information. So, you know, they still would have known. He told everything. Yeah. He really got scared after that one inform- that one situation where they said, you know, they had killed this informant. He's given names, given blueprints, everything. Yeah. Come to find out, the one guy who says he killed an informant, he's an informant. Right. And they actually just set up George some random black yeah. guy yeah. and got him killed. Yeah. It's just, this whole thing is just insane, you know. So it wasn't even just him. They had other people in there. There's no telling how many more was in there. And this is why... After I got to a certain age, you know, like you have disagreements with people mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And all oh, such and such said this and being a younger person, you'll find yourself getting angry. Mm-hmm. After a certain point, I would say when I got to like maybe my mid teens, because I was around certain people, you kind of mature a little bit quicker mm-hmm. when it comes to certain things. I'm not going to say that I was like super mature at a certain age, yeah. but I was like, well, I need to hear that person say it. So yeah. if. They said it to me. I'll go talk to them, and if they repeat it, okay, they said it. But I can't take it from you. Yeah, because you, you know never know saying? who's trying to set you up. Right. You never know who's trying to make conflict. Just the people, you know, back when we people make conflict just to watch something happen. Yeah, for no reason. Nothing at all. Yeah. But this is crazy. It's like, bro, y'all could have went to Cuba. You could have told dog, bro, I gotta go to Minnesota. I gotta go somewhere else mm-hmm. and hide out for like eight years. Mm-hmm. But he took the suck away out. Yeah. And you crossed your you crossed your people. Because I ain't going to say your brother. Because if you felt like that was your brother, you would never did it in the first place. Yeah. You would have ate that time, came out. Just imagine. It's so sad, man. Yeah. It's so sad. The spirit that Fred had and all those people in the Black Panther Party, like all those, to have that spirit mm-hmm. at any age. But yeah. for surely at that age. That they were meant to be in that time. Yeah. And then I also wrote, um, it was crazy, like, the connection that 
you know, he had to Emmett Till, you know, his mom, Fred Hampton's mom babysitted Emmett Till. That's crazy, right? It is. I didn't know that, you know. So that was crazy seeing the story that happened. You know, most people know the story of Emmett Till if you don't look it up. Um, That's just crazy. Yeah. He went down somewhere where he he wasn't even from for like the summer to be with family and got lynched and killed by, you know, a group of white men. Yeah. That was a lie. That's yeah. crazy. Over something that wasn't even real. That's why I'm, a kid. I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say, but yeah, yeah, man. And then I also wrote down too, um, like you know how strong the mom. I guess you know maybe because she understood her son's mission and things like that. But Miss Winters, how strong she was after finding out her kid, you know, was dead. Because he was just like you know he went to this guy's house who worked at the hospital. He's like, mm. I just need to know. What happened to my friend? He said he was fine when I talked to him. Mm-hmm. What happened to my friend? They figured yeah. out, obviously, somebody did something to him. Right. So then the guy calls the cops on him, even though he's, like, still outside. He hadn't even done anything to him. You know, he bumped him, and I think the gun fell out. He didn't pull right. the gun out on him. Right. And he called the cops or whatever, and I guess he figured, like, if I'm going to go, I'm going to just take some of y'all with me, you know? Yeah, it's crazy how quick they got there. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, oh, he's going to get away and probably go back chill somewhere and they probably just be looking for him mm-hmm. but the the speed that they got up on him mm-hmm. and that shootout yeah he was bussing yeah he went out i'm sure he wasn't planning on going out that day <laughs> he probably didn't want any violence at all that right day. he just wanted to know what happened to my friend but dog kept that from that one scene i was like he kept something on him Oh, you talking about and, Jimmy Palmer? No, nah, the other guy, his friend, you know, Jimmy Palmer's friend, the one that other one that got killed in that shootout, when a gun fell out. Oh, that was a uh, Winters. Yeah, Winters. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but those two, they had to blick, and they didn't. If they had to use it, mm-hmm. they was gonna use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's all the notes that I had on it. I think it was a pretty good film. It was um, a great film. If you have HBO Max. And you want to watch it. I think it's on there for a limited amount of time. Yeah. So make sure you go check it out. Form your own opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did enjoy it. Although I hate knowing that this was something that happened in real life. Because yeah. um, it's just very, very unfortunate. Someone lost their loved one and their parent yeah. at a very young age. And I just hate seeing stuff like that. But go watch it. You know, form your own opinion. And yeah. yeah. I'm definitely going to put this. I'm going to buy this whenever it's available. Yeah. Because I have a limited amount of films and things that i buy i have to really like something to buy yeah <laughs> but i want to i want to buy this i suppose about malcolm x but mm-hmm. we'll get around to it but this i have to I have we to should definitely this. make a list of films we need to be buying though i have to get this because you know i feel like being a, a black male mm-hmm. our history is rich in a lot of things yeah and i feel like though sometimes we don't like it Mm-hmm. Me, myself, I feel like I need to be equipped with that history. Yeah, as unfortunate as it is, it is a story that needs to be told. Yeah. Yeah. And it is something that people need to see. Mm-hmm. And people need to take in that information. I'm sure somebody somewhere saying whatever remarks about whatever, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And the truth is the truth. Yeah. And it's well documented. And it always just amazes me how they can date these sets back with the cars yeah. And with the buildings and things that are nature. And that the is filters. so amazing to me. The whole aesthetic, the 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 way that it looks and everything. Yeah. It it drew me in. It's like 
you said something about old girl corduroy dress, but they had the. I said I was going to get me one. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. Those times back then looked hot as hell. It did. It did because of the outfits and things that you had to wear during that time. It's like, yeah. brother, we ain't never got no jean, no uh, shorts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basketball shorts is a savior. But they, good job to the cast. I think everybody did a good job. Yeah. Um, to the crew, everybody who helped put the film together, the director, mm-hmm. the writers, you know, everybody did a really, really good job um, on this film. I didn't have any complaints as far as how things looked or people's acting or anything of that mm-hmm. nature. I feel like everybody um, did their part. So, yeah. Yeah. I have yet to listen to the soundtracks, though. I need to do that. Yeah, you should. So, but yeah. Did you have anything else on it? Or are you good? Uh, I just wrote a note that said the, the pacing was faultless, even though it was two hours. And it didn't really feel like it, honestly. We knew it was coming. But you laughed at me because I asked you how much time was left. Yeah. But it's because I knew it was coming and I was getting a little anxious about it. Yeah. And I kind of was just like, let's just get this part of the film over with. Um, I do like that they put those little facts at the end as well. So mm-hmm. when you guys are watching the film, just make sure you keep going because there's some facts and stuff uh, at the end of the film for you. So Yeah. Uh, good film. Yeah. Yep. Good film, man. Worth the watch. Yep. Worth so, the yeah. watch over and over. That's all I have. What that's, about you? That's all I have right now. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, email us. Give us any critique. Give us some ideas. Something that you would like for us to review. Uh, something that you're watching right now that you want to review. Tell us how it is. Email us. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And I'm done. All right. So until next time. All right. All right.